Wisconsin gained statehood in the year 1848, starting a long tradition of cheese, beers, and hardworking people who love beers and cheese. But two years before that momentous date, in 1846, a German immigrant named John Braun started the city brewery in the thriving port city of Milwaukee. His operation started small, with around 150 barrels of annual production, and he had just one employee, Valentine. But the city brewery grew steadily as it filled the expanding thirst of Wisconsin residents, and within a few years, the man Braun had hired, Valentine, had saved up enough of his own money to open another brewery right next door. Then, in 1951, old man Braun passed away. He probably wasn't drinking enough, you know? But to put the last nail in Braun's coffin, our old buddy Valentine married John Braun's widow and took control of his city brewery. After combining the two breweries, production continued to grow over the following decades, branded with the name of our wife-stealing man, Valentine Blatz. It's Blatz Week, Nick. Blatz is back. Blatz oh, it's, is back. it's been a long time coming. The Cold Cans boys had to do a Blatz. It, it's kind of there was a lot of pressure on this episode, right? Like it. Uh, oh yeah. It, it. This one means so much to it, and we're going to get into it. But this one means so much to us, and we sent. We did some research. Uh, it has <laughs> family first time. ties. Yeah, my first time. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, have you it's heard an this Wikipedia? <laughs> they got info on there. Oh no, we're talking boots on the ground research, Nick. Oh, what? Bass Wikipedia? But we're drinking a nice cold Blatz beer, established in Milwaukee. I loved the intro. <laughs> uh, you really took me on a roller coaster on that one. Yeah, it's it's quite the history. I I wonder if there's like bad blood between uh, John Braun and Valentine Blatz. The Braun and Blatz families. For uh, yeah, the whole wife stealing venture. Swooping in, but, hey, <laughs> yeah. So was his, he had a brewery, do we know what that was called? He just had a different brewery. Yeah, he just they opened a different in. brewery next door, and then apparently they, John Braun's wife was ruined by his death, and sure. Valentine Blatz was her white knight to make her feel better. Got it. So, uh, yeah, that kind of puts a dark spot on my uh, love for Blatz. <laughs> puts a dark spot right on my liver, as <laughs> yes. I drink 30 Blatz as a Blatz day. Blatz typically do. So Blatz beer, uh, established in Milwaukee, 1851, a very old beer. Yes. Uh, for me, for you, for everybody in Cold Cans Nation in central Wisconsin, or all of Wisconsin, Blatz has an iconic uh, can. We yeah. have the big brown triangle. <laughs> <laughs> It's really gross. <laughs> yeah, I would say it is iconic, but it's ugly as hell as well. They d- they just refuse to update. This, yeah, that, I mean that's part, part of the, the charm. The, I the charm to it. Yeah. So for both of us, I suppose we should just dive right into it. For both of us, Blatz I think has some family ties. My, Certainly. My own father used to refer to Blatz affectionately as liquid gold, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, drank it. I think nearly exclusively throughout at least. Uh, my knowledge of all of his beer drinking, we would, I mean, he, he, if the fridge was stocked with beer, it was stocked with Blatz, number mm-hmm. one. Um, 
This is a Blatt's household. He used to tell us the liquid gold would run through our uh, family's (laughs) blood, (laughs) which would kill us. Yeah, Um, I was going to say, gold can be liquid, (laughs) and if you drink it, you will die. Yeah, and uh, we would travel, right? We didn't travel that much. We weren't uh, necessarily a family of means, but we would... Yeah, you know, we go to wherever. If we went to California or if we went, I remember we went to Cancun. I was really young. <laughs> and we were sitting at the resort and like a waiter came by and he was like, would you guys like anything to drink? And my dad, with without joking, was like, you guys have Blatt's beer? And the waiter, this Mexican guy uh-huh. was like, um, uh, I'm not sure, sir. And he had to go and talk to his manager <laughs> where they would come back and go, of course we don't have Blatt's beer. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It, it runs my family. How about yours? Same. I uh, I talked to my dad earlier today, actually, knowing it was Blatt's week here on Cold Cans. Hashtag I wanted, Blatt's week. I wanted to get the expert analysis. And my dad said growing up, he was more of a Schlitz man himself. Okay. Uh, and then he switched to Blatt's later in life. Kind of a competitor. Life. Yeah, Schlitz yeah. Schlitz and Blatt's. <laughs> so what <laughs> caused your dad to switch? I don't know. He, uh, he also said his brother, his younger brother, has steadily been drinking Blatt's his entire life. And just in the past week... One of his other brothers from Florida was up visiting, and my dad and the brother who drinks Blatt's all the time live in the same town still. So uh-huh. they all got together at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. My dad met up with them. They're in my other uncle's office, and they're drinking Blatt's when my dad gets there. Classic. And they ask him, you want a Blatt's? I don't only, see why there's not. There's only one answer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's, That's fantastic. Uh, and another story involving my dad and this tasty beer he visited me in uh, in college one time down in Madison, Wisconsin, and we were eating supper at uh, or dinner. Sorry, yeah, uh, showing my Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, we ate dinner at the old fashioned bar. Oh, classic uh, Madison establishment. It really is. And nice. Perhaps known for its old fashioned cocktails. <laughs> sure, perhaps. And we ordered food, and then the waiter said, "Would you like anything to drink?" <laughs> My dad said, "We'll take a pitcher of Blatz." <laughs> <laughs> and so we drank a pitcher pitcher of Blatz with Fantastic. our with our nice food. That's great. Yeah, I bet it was the cheapest pitcher they had. You're goddamn right, it was. That's so. That's the allure of Blatz is is the value, right? Get drunk, and it's. I may be polishing the stone a little bit, but from what I remember, when we were polish out, my stone, Anita. From what I remember, hey, it's a family show. It's not that kind of show. Uh, when we were out and about um, trying to look for beer uh, in high school, or trying to have somebody look for beer for us, Blatt's was a case. So it didn't come in the thirty pack. So it wasn't like the mass market uh, type beer that would give you thirty of the, the things. So it was a twenty four pack, very classy and yes. <laughs> and uh, very dignified. And the twenty four pack, if I remember right, and readers, or, sorry, listeners, please correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. Please don't read transcripts of this podcast. Yeah. Listeners, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe a case was eight dollars. At least when I was in high school, it was eight dollars. For 24 blats. Fact check that. If you find that he's wrong, My tweet at us. mental state is is a rock. It cannot be wrong. All right. Not even when there's enough blats in your gut. Uh, yeah, this it, is giving me some indigestion, Joe. <laughs> yes. I took another sip, and I, I, we probably should address the elephant in the room that this beer tastes awful. <laughs> we, we have a love for it. We have a history of it, but... It's not great. No. It's bad beer. I don't know. Yeah, give it another. I feel like another I, try. This beer, and maybe I've already claimed this earlier on the show, but this beer, more than most beers I've drank, um, very warm. Okay, I feel like this is you brought two cold blats back from Wisconsin. So I this did. is a beer from Wisconsin. So cold cans nation from Wisconsin. Cold cans nation. Um, 
or if you're passing through Wisconsin, by all means, you should try a Blatz. It's an institution. But mm-hmm. um, the this beer's cold. You treat it as well. Uh, and I, I don't remember drinking too many cold Blatz for whatever reason. I don't order them at the bar, I guess. They're just like always like the things someone brought to the party that sat in a case outside the fridge the yeah. whole time. And it's the last thing you drink at night. Yeah, same. I mean, this is another one we've talked about in past episodes. If you're like at a tailgate or hanging out at somebody's house, they'll have, oh, yeah, I think you got a few blats rolling around here. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then they'll pull them around. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even the, the draft blats I had at the old fashioned with my dad, I remember it being, it was well, certainly cold, but it was not much better than this. So, yeah. Yes, blats on tap is really <laughs> remarkable. <laughs> and related to that, I read that. In the past, they part of their advertising campaigns when Blatz was like a national beer and they advertised everywhere. Right. Part of their advertising campaign was that their beer tasted the same whether you're getting it in a can, a bottle, or a keg. Oh, interesting. Because apparently that it was wasn't so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the you couldn't tell the difference. It was so bad. <laughs> you're always spitting it up. Uh, most beers had trouble keeping consistent flavor throughout each of the receptacles, and so Blatz. B- bragged about uh, this was their being able to yeah interesting i like that and speaking of blatz being a national brand the crazy thing about blatz is because it was for me anyway so local and so tightly like knitted to my family like mm-hmm. it was almost kind of like this joke amongst my friends and if friends from back in the high school days are listening they're going to recall a story when i brought i i was bring, everyone was bringing their own beer to a party and i brought at the time an absurdly small amount of beer and i said this stuff runs in my blood it's liquid gold and i brought six blats to the party which at the time we were drinking at least a dozen in a night mm-hmm. uh, and everybody belittled me with the first time i picked up a keystone light but in any case i take it to be such a local and nuclear beer for me that it's insane that out here in Seattle, other places that I've traveled, I've seen it in Texas, and I believe I've seen it in Los Angeles, I can still find signs. There's a wonderful bar in Seattle called Rocco's, uh, has really good pizza, and it's kind of like this upscale type bar I would describe. It's not a hole yeah. in the wall. It's 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 good good food, good drinks. And they have it's a, a big old hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah. And they have a big old Blatt sign in the back of it. Yeah, it's awesome. And like one of the first things I asked the the waiter when he came by, I was like, Do you guys serve fucking Blatt's beer? And he was like, Oh no, no. <laughs> Certainly not. <especially. laughs> yeah. But I think it's a relic of when it was trying to make a big national push. Yeah. I and those old beer signs are making such a comeback or maybe they were always popular, but yeah, people true. collect them so much now and display them everywhere. Uh, I do have the the uh, catchphrase from that advertising campaign I talked about it, if you want to hear it. Yeah. it's This is from the 1950s to the early 70s. This is the jingle. Kegs, cans, or bottles all taste the same. The three best is one beer. Blatz is the name. Ooh, I like that a lot. It's not bad. It's really <laughs> not bad. Blatz is the name. It's the end of the slogan. <laughs> That's fun. So that was back in its independence, and it yes. is now owned by... Yes, we need by, to talk about It's now about another elephant in the room is that <laughs> our unbridled love for, Blatt, for Blatz has resulted in something we'd like to just brush under the rug. I say we mention it and we move on. Let's do it. But I've never been one to hold a grudge. It's owned by Pabst Brewing Company. <clears throat> now, what's interesting is... 90% of the beers we yeah. <laughs> drink on this podcast. But what's interesting is that like Blatz and 
and Pabst Blue Ribbon were once competitors when Blatz was making that national push. They mm-hmm. were competitors for like, quote unquote, the working man's beer, just cheap beer. And that's what it tastes like, right? It tastes yep. like a lot of the... So I, I the think this done. is very much akin to uh, Rainier out here. We talked about yeah. how it's iconic, it's cheap, it's shitty, it's everywhere. Uh, but if you just like are looking for a beer that's available and with an awesome brand to it... Yeah, this beer is 4.9% alcohol as well, which is seems it's, like decently high. Yeah. I think, okay, Rainier Especially is 4.6, so a little bit higher than that. Right, for one of these like mid-grade like... Yeah, local that grew into something bigger beers, but still regional, mm-hmm. and yeah. for a cheap, such a cheap beer too. Yeah, I feel like you could compare this alongside. It compares very nicely alongside both Rainier that we drank, I guess Olympia, another regional thing that's been around, iconic branding, and um, and Molson Canadian. Mm. Maybe Molson's much more available across the country, but also is specific with the branding with the everything. Molson's more available across country across, across the country of Canada. Oh, yeah, yeah. But but available across the whole country, whereas gotcha. Blatt's is available just in Wisconsin. But they all taste kind of exactly the same, mm-hmm. and they all kind of have this, like, I guess, I don't know if I'd call Blatt's, Blatt's is following a passionate following, but they all do have a following. And it's evidenced by, I looked on Twitter recently, and Rainier has a nice following. People are tweeting at it all the time. Molson, people are tweeting at it all the time. Blatt's, and you can check the Cold Cans Podcast Twitter account at Cold Cans Podcast. Log on and check that Twitter feed. Um, Blatt's doesn't have much activity. There was one account, and I'm going to pull it up here. Um, there was one account called Blatt's Beer, at Blatt's Beer, and you pointed out an excellent <laughs> thing, is that they had about five or six tweets back in 2011. <laughs> and this is unofficial Blatt's Beer. This is just a mega fan. And their last tweet was, mmm, Blatz, enough said. <laughs> literally. And, yeah. Literally. They enough decided said. that was enough said. <laughs> I love if that's like a conscious decision to do that. I'm going to start up a Blatz beer <laughs> do fan page and then say, enough said, never tweet again. Yeah, it's great. So, kind the of. Greatest n- trick the devil ever pulled. <laughs> not, not much of a following, at least on social media, but. Yeah. So I think uh, the the audience for this beer is not big into social media, I would assume. Yeah. Neither of our fathers is on Twitter, it, I don't think. Yeah, it's a generation. I think this is in much danger. And in an upcoming episode, we're going to talk about how millennials are drinking less beer. Mm. I think this is a generation that may, um, its generational attachment may mean that Blatt's someday is a forgotten beer, unfortunately. Until um, the next wave of nostalgia hits. In it like, could be. 2021 or something. Maybe the marketing team at Pabst will like push Blatt's. 2121, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And maybe the marketing team at Pabst will like push it at that point. Like, (laughs) hey, look, there's this beer that's dying, but now it's cool somehow. And here's a big national push. Pabst, a subsidiary of Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Blatt's beer. We've talked a little bit about the taste, talked about the marketing, our own (laughs) attachment to it. But we, we thought we would do more, as you mentioned at the top of the show, the nice, snide way we don't do a lot of research around here <laughs> our listeners have complained um uh we've heard we get plenty, a lot of complaints we've a heard plenty about our uh status as researchers so what we decided to do is we decided to get uh, our researcher our intern boots our social media manager ground. we decided to get boots on the ground here folks so we have a uh, large contingent of Cold Cans Nation um, congregated around the Bear Lake campground and bar. 
in Manawa, Wisconsin, Manawa, where we're both Wisconsin. from. Check it out. Um, and uh, if you follow us on Snapchat, you've seen plenty of it. Uh, all the, the, the patrons and uh, characters there. But may, mostly you've seen Casey Ryerson um, out there making an ass out of himself. And we said, here's what Pretty you need to do. Cold cans. You need to do some research. And he responded with, well, I'll tell you what. Bear Lake, every single year, uh, throws something called, called Blatz Fest, mm-hmm. where they make Blatz, cheap as it is, a dollar. Um, and he was going to go to Blatz Fest, um, research the beer, from the locals that are enjoying it and report back to us. So I want to play you a couple voicemails he left me. Uh, the first voicemail is at 7 o'clock in the morning before he was about to embark on his journey. So let's listen in. Oh, hey, Joe. It's 721. Calm before the storm. Man, oh, my God. I mean, I'm pretty bad pretty much plowed up drunk here yet <laughs> from uh, last night. I woke up at 7.21 in the morning. And I'm not joking. You probably maybe year, year, year two. No idea what he meant. Oh, <laughs> man. I can't believe I'm going to do it here today. <laughs> Blatz fest. But these backwater bash, it's going to get serious. Oh, there's a shiver. Man. Your pain. Get ready for a couple of dialers. So uh, the end result was get ready for a couple of dialers. Mm. So this is him gearing up after what sounds like a serious, debilitating, crippling hangover. <laughs> at one point he went, <laughs> and, uh, He shuddered at the thought of drinking Blatz all day. Yeah. As, look, as one should. <laughs> Um, and then he went to Blatt's Fest um, and reported back on his findings, his assessment of people buying Blatt's, his assessment of his own con- consuming Blatt's at an event designed to consume Blatt's. It should be an event conducive for this beer. So we thought we would Blatt's let... Blatt's Fest, uh, baby. We thought we would let, uh, during Hashtag Blatt's Week, um, Casey fill us in on the results of Blatt's Fest uh, and his adventures there. Take it away, Casey. Hey, Joe. you 34 here. <laughs> Of the time just left flat fest. It was a success. Uh, I drank both. Must be. I think I had six, six maybe seven blats. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. It's dog shit. I mean, obviously. Uh, I know your dad used to call it liquid gold. That's a fucking lie. I've never heard something so ridiculous in all my life. So I'll tell you. I go, oh, I'm going to start with blats, and it's going to be all right. After three or four, I'm going to be, you know, fine, no big deal. It took me 25 minutes to choke down my first one. Second one took me about 15. Then I got into a swing. <laughs> I think I had one in about five, six minutes for my third. But I'm going to tell you, overall, I mean, it's just dog shit. There is no fucking way someone realistically sits down and goes, yeah, could I get that blast? I need a blast bad. Hey, granted, even that fucking blast fest is a buck. A buck up for a black. And I go, that's a hell of a deal. <laughs> and by my fourth one, I said, Jesus Christ, this isn't even worth a fucking dollar. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they could sell that shit for three eighty five a case. <laughs> I wouldn't buy a single one. On ever. Just never would buy one. It's just pathetic. God, I mean, I can't wait until I hear what uh, that beer, that stupid 
uh, what's that thing called? That rating system you guys use on your on your deal? I mean, if it doesn't get a twelve, and I'm just saying twelve, just because I think that'd be nice, but it's just fucking garbage. I mean, how long can I actually leave a voicemail before it cuts me off? That's what I want to know. So that's the end of his voicemail. Um, you don't get coverage like that anywhere else, folks. <laughs> it's for you, the listeners. That's uh, boots on the ground there. So. Casey's assessment, uh, by his own words, it's dog shit beer. And if it was three eighty five a case, I wouldn't buy a single one. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That dude I will, loves value. I'll call his bluff on that. I would assume following on Snapchat, I'll see uh, plenty of evidence to the contrary. <laughs> um, so he says even for the value, um, it's not, not worth, worth it and not it's worth garbage. Consuming. Yeah. So let's take a look at that uh, that beer rating score thing we guys do up there. On your deal. That thing on your deal. <laughs> uh, beeradvocate.com gives it a 65. Translates not a 12. To poor. Not, a po- not, a, not a 12. 65 is not bad, actually. Yeah, poor, not awful. Yeah. Do they have right any in comments? The, no, bros didn't even oh, give didn't it the bother. time of day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, does anybody, like, try to leave? Does anybody in, in the the community try to leave any sort of thoughtful review? I'll read your one from Anglogard1. Gives it a 3.4 out of 5. Very specific. (laughs) The look. Decent head with classic beer color. Ask most people to point to what they think of as beer and they will point to this. Pleasant, sweet aroma. Tastes like what most people would recognize as beer. Yet, it is an adjunct, but it hides the fact reasonably well. Beer snobs like to rip on basic lagers, especially when they're relatively cheap. The bottom line is, this isn't a bad beer, especially for the price. No obvious corn or rice flavor to it. No unpleasant smell or taste. And on a warm summer day, I can think of a lot worse beers to be drinking, even highly rated craft beers. Amen. If I went to someone's house and they offered me one... I'd gladly accept it. Oh, hell yeah. If they were good company and I didn't have to worry about driving home, hell, I'd have a few more. <laughs> That's a real review. Wow. Written by Anglegard One if on July 16th of this very year, wow. a week ago. I agree with almost everything they said. <laughs> yeah. Besides getting behind the wheel. No, wait, they didn't want to get behind the yeah, wheel. Yeah, if I That's didn't weird. have to worry about driving home, our lawyers would like us to reiterate, <laughs> yep. if you don't have to drive home, drink a case of Blatt. <laughs> drink the whole case, even if it was three eighty five. <laughs> so there's a little bit of a oh contrast between the reviews. Two down, someone gives Blatt's a 4.44 out of five. <laughs> oh, to the 100th. <laughs> <laughs> well... So the the diff, the stark difference between Bear Advocate on our deal and uh, Casey's assessment is this is a guy looking to enjoy Blatt's for value. He's looking to get drunk, and he's calling it dog shit. Yeah. Then there are experts who are supposed to be tuned to the palate, and they're calling it, like, pretty fucking good, even though it is still rated poor. Like, we've drank plenty of awful beers here. Yeah. So I guess that leaves us with our own assessment. We won't get to the rankings yet. Like, what's... Where does Blatt's leave you? What, what? How do you feel about it? I think this person summed it up well, like what my thoughts are. It does taste like a beer. It's not like a light beer where it's like very watery. And again, that rice taste, I think you do get that with like Bud Light. I think that's the one that's made with rice. Yeah, that's why I thought it was disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So this, it does taste like beer. I still don't enjoy it. Like I would never drink a bunch of these in a night willingly. But again, if it was there, if it was offered to me, I would take one. Or if you were looking to save a few bucks, like there's, yeah. there's plenty of times. I think Rodenbach Grand Cruz 
gotta fucking look behind its back because <laughs> oh, glass is coming, baby. To the rankings. <laughs> no, go so ahead. There's, Sorry. There's Your impressions. I'm at a bar where, yeah, exactly as you said. I'm not gonna order a blitz if I'm looking for like a beer to enjoy. Yeah, I'll probably. I don't really pick up IPAs that readily. I I maybe go for like a pale ale, but one that's craft brewed or something like that. They just have a lot of flavor, but. There are, as we've mentioned on this podcast many times, plenty of times that I'll go to a bar, look down the beer list, and see the cheapest draft or can that they have and go, I'm just in the mood to drink a beer with people. I don't want to really enjoy one. I'm kind of full or whatever. I'm just looking in the mood to drink one. So what's the cheapest you have? I would not feel bad about a Blatz. I mm. feel bad about an Olympia. I may even pay a little more. Mm. So I think it all comes down to value. Save time. Save, save money, money. Take me to the dairy milk. <laughs> And I think uh, Blatt's provides fucking excellent value. Um, And I think it's branding. It's my own nostalgic ties. I love it. I think, yeah, that's got to play into it. The fact that our fathers, at the age we were, they were probably drinking Blatt's. It's liquid gold. And all pissed up. Yeah. And and, and we're drinking Blatt's. You brought it all the way out to Washington so we could drink it and review it. Carried two thousand miles on my back <laughs> from Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, I walk. It clearly means something to us that we did that. So why don't we get to the rankings? Let's get to um, the rankings, Joe. I'm gonna read down the whole goddamn list. <laughs> Rodenbach Grand Cru, Deschutes Swivel Red, Kona Longboard, Crikey IPA, Rainier, Palisades Pineapple, Einger Brauweiss, Rolling Rock, Schaffenhofer Hefeweiss, and Grapefruit. Which, by the way, uh, Twitter follower at Dalman34 tweeted to us had to try this bad boy out. Hashtag take it to the dairy mill. Hell Someone yeah. Dr- uh, recently drank Shuffle Her Hefeweizen. Well, it's, it's Dalman. We know Dalman. Yeah. Um, and then, Give us your review too, Dalman. Let yeah. us know how you liked it. Follow us up. Um, Molson, Miller 64, Miller Lite, Budweiser, Olympia, O'Doul's, Smirnoff Ice. So, give me a quadrant from Rodenbach to let's say Rolling Rock. Looking I back, that looking back, I think... We're going to regret putting Palisades Pineapple as high as we did. That thing was sweet as hell. Were we peer, were peer pressured? Yeah, we were peer pressured. It we're was sorry, Princess <laughs> of Pineapple. Very, yes, very much so. The queen had made her decree that we had to put it up that high. <laughs> well, this has to be above Rolling Rock, in my opinion. I, I think I have a natural fit, but I want you to place it first. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't like Iinger. I think I would only be uh, hesitant to put blats above it because it's like actually considered a good beer but uh no fuck i hate palisades pineapple i had a second <laughs> one of the six pack that we got i had a second one like three days later and i hated it it wasn't good okay well so, we may have to do a brew redo brew redo we got really a hard brew to say. redo okay keep going um God oh boy the subjective nature of these rankings is really just inching this beer up, but we've into always talked range. about that. Oh, mama! <laughs> <laughs> Stop the presses! He did it. He really did it. Okay, well, where? No, I would put it. Um, I'd put it below Rainier, ahead of Palisades Pineapple. I love That's it. my slot. It's exactly where I was. Really go. nice. Because for me, it was like it's a sister beer to Rainier, and yeah. it's two f- stages of my life. It was my Wisconsin life, it's my, my life, life of, of my life, and it was. Uh, those stages, I had a longer. My roots are down here with Blatz. My mm. pleasant little sprigs are up here with Rainier. <laughs> and, Your baby uh, Groot's up here <laughs> with Rainier. And uh, and I'm going with the roots. Um, and 
Actually, no, you said behind Rainier, above Palisades. You wanted ahead of Rainier? I would put it ahead of uh, Rainier. Because, I don't know. Because to me, they both taste the same. And uh, to me, subjectively, oh, really? my roots I've, dig in. Okay. I think Rainier tastes better. Okay. But I, I actually, if you, if you no, put a gun I, to my head, I'm I'd not say the opposed. Same. I'm not opposed. Okay. So it does taste better. But again, that doesn't necessarily matter. But we talked about in, in times of conflict, we would go with taste over subjectivity. Did we and say nostalgia. that? We, I think in, we, uh, <laughs> local canon expert Danny Shai is going to uh, correct us yeah, on super, this. We need our <laughs> but super fan. Keeper I believe of the canon says that when we taste. tied, we would go with taste. And I buy it that Rainier tastes better than Blatt's. Okay. It's just my overwhelming love for Blads puts it ahead. But if, what do you think? We go with taste, and we say this slot's right behind Rainier. I think it's got to stay behind Rainier. Okay, I'm comfortable with that because it could have went a lot of different directions. We could have been looking at like fucking Budweiser territory. Right. I think I think it's saying something well to disgraceful. And you never that'd know. be like stealing a man's wife after he dies. That's how <laughs> disgraceful that would be. All the way back around. So um, that puts us. Right behind Rainier, right ahead of Palisades Pineapple, and who knows, maybe another brew redo with uh, our fathers, Casey, anyone who takes umbrage with our rankings. Casey's our father. We're, we're here. We're drinking beer. Get used to it. <laughs> The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. Visit cloudstudioseattle.com 